Use the SERP as your best and most up-to-date SEO tool with Omicidio from Canon Europe. Brought to you by Majestic, I'm David Bain and this is SEO in 2022. Omi, what is your number one SEO tip for 2022? Well, use the SERPs as your best and most up-to-date SEO tool. Right, okay, so what does that mean in practice? How how do you actually use the SERPs as an SEO tool? Okay, let let me start first with with the obvious. We all want to rank well in the SERPs. And very often we interlink, we mix rankings and serve visibility. But let's be honest, each ranking number one actually means that your website is visible to the people. Is it actually in position number one in the SERPs? Well, in most cases, the answer will be, <laughs> as you know, David, <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of SERPs nowadays have adverts with the sliders. Okay, let, sure. let me come up with an example. Imagine if you're searching for running shoes. We had uh, the London Marathon this weekend, right? Last weekend. So imagine if you're uh, uh, searching for running uh, shoes. First, you're going to have probably the adverts with the slider. Then you're going to have three or four of the traditional PPC adverts. Then you may have uh, the Google map with the local stores. And then you're going to have probably have three or four of the local stores with the opening times and the location. So if your tools are telling you that you rank number one for running shoes, in reality, in the serves, you're probably in position number nine or ten. And uh, as you know, probably, David, <laughs> things get worse when we, you know, uh, use mobile devices. Uh, uh, just in case you're listening devices, to the podcast, yes. Omi's holding up his mobile phone there. So what about what um, about if um, you are competing in these ultra competitive niches and you are in reality ranking 8, 9, 10 because there's so many paid results and other boxes mm-hmm. on top of you there as well. Are you saying that it's actually not worthwhile trying to rank number one in organic Search results, conventional organic search results for these keyword phrases? No, what I'm trying to tell you is that, no, ranking number well, uh, num- n- ranking number one is still uh, worth it, but without knowing the serves, you're actually targeting the wrong serves. Simply because when people are, I- I'm going to go back to the uh, running shoes. When people are looking for the running shoes, and if you want to compete for this uh, keyword, they are very, very unlikely to scroll all the way to position number eight and nine. They will definitely hit something before that. It will either be the slider, it will either be the, the adverts or the, the local shops. So instead of, just, instead of just thinking about position number one as, okay, this is the ultimate uh, thing that I have to do, the, the ultimate position I'm targeting in the serves. Instead, it's a lot more, uh, it's worth it looking at the serves and deciding, do I only want to rank number one or I also want to target the sliders, the rich, rich snippets or the local shops? So how does this 
work scale? Um, is it necessary to actually manually check the SERPs all the time? Is there some good software out there that you can recommend to actually tell you what um, what, what, what keyword phrases um, you need to be targeting different elements in the SERP? Well, the tools can help you. The, two, the tools can definitely help you. But at the end of the day, you still need to go and manually check the SERPs. There is no way around it, right? So, because it's not just even keywords, because we started talking about keywords. There are a lot more elements that can be seen only when you look at the, the serves. Let, let, let me give you another example. Imagine you're on, posi- uh, on page two, right? And you want to go to, uh, you, w- you want to rank well on, uh, in, uh, on page one. Normally, you're just going to go check the backlinks of the pages ranking well uh, uh, on page one. And you may assume that if you see that they've got like on average 20 links, you may assume that acquiring 50 links will automatically, you know, shoot your page to number, to uh, shoot your um, web page to uh, number one in the, in the serves. But this is not always true. If, if you just look at the number of links, you know, this is misleading. Agencies will uh, promise you that, uh, backlink agencies. But this is misleading because if you don't check the serves manually with your eye, you may miss that actually the, the companies that are ranking well in your SERP, in your niche, actually have a good authority. We see that, we see that a lot in the health niche, you know. Those uh, paid uh, companies with a good authority actually don't need a lot of links in the health niche they only need few a few links to, to rank well so if you go and acquire 50 links and they are ranking well with 10 on average 10 to 20 links then google will see you and i mean let's imagine the bot will see you and think there is something wrong here right mm-hmm. or i'm saying that of course uh, unfortunately you can't check all the links all the serves manually of course this is crazy but you can definitely do that for your top 10 keywords for your top 10 keywords that you want to rank for okay that's great advice there so if you if i give you another example you you will understand actually very well let me just give you another example you know i know 15 minutes are not enough of course imagine i I get this question a lot short or long uh, text on the page you know Mm -hmm. Neither of the answers will be short or long, will be correct if you don't look at the SERPs. The, the only way for you to know whether your page will rank well is to go to the SERPs. And if the first five pages have short, uh, you know, uh, text on the page, it's very, very unlikely they're gonna, you're going to rank with a long format, right? And vice versa. It's very, very unlikely that if the first five pages have uh, well-written, long articles, it's almost impossible to, for you to outrank them with uh, short and uh, direct answers, right? So sure. you may say, uh, well, it, yeah, it is a manual process. There is no other way around it. So in relation to the number of backlinks, um, I think that's a great point. I just want to emphasize that to the listener as well, because um, if you find your competitors are ranking well and they've got 
10 bank backlinks pointing to a page and you've got more than that and you've got decent quality links um, pointing to your site but you're not ranking well, it's not bank click backlinks that the problem is. It's content on your site. It's the performance on your site. It's the technical health of your site. There could be many other reasons for you not many ranking. Other reasons. Of course, of yeah, course. It, but let, let's be honest, uh, and the local ACOs, they know that. I've experienced the same problem before. Imagine if I try, uh, I was working for uh, a travel company a few years ago, and we were trying to rank some pages in, in uh, Brazil, Mexico, uh, camp, uh, camp, uh, ca uh, countries like that. So imagine if I just go and acquire national links for a page in Brazil, right? Links that are coming from all over the place, you know. Then my, my, uh, my company may come back to me and say, but why are we not ranking well? And I'm going to tell you, the reason is because I didn't go to the serves. I didn't check the, 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 the companies that are linking back to my competitors. In my example, there were local companies linking to local pages of our competitors. And this was the only reason they were overranking us, outranking, you know. And there was no way I can see this in the tools. You have to manually go and check it. Right, so something else I want to touch upon, um, just in relation to checking the SERP, is many search results are hyper-personalized nowadays. So yes. is it enough just to check the SERP on incognito in your browser? Um, or is there something else you need to do just to try to ensure that the SERP represents the majority of your audience? Well, I, I will go both ways. Obviously, if I'm in London, and I'm checking, and I want to know how a, a page uh, will appear in London. One, why not check it logged in? I am already in London. I'm already in Ealing. If I want to rank a web page in Ealing, why not check it? Uh, you know, on my mobile and see whether, uh, and basically, try to assume what other people are seeing. But of course, incognito is always the best because then it's uh, neutral so to speak. Great. Okay. So how does an SEO actually integrate this approach into strategy? Um, is it necessary to do maybe a big um, analysis of your current SERP results, maybe once a quarter, once every six months or so, or is this something that needs to be done on, a, on an ongoing basis? Yes, I would definitely recommend doing that for your, let's say, top 10, 20 keywords uh, uh, every six months. Because let's be honest, the, the SERPs can also give you a lot of inspiration, right? Imagine if you are, uh, if you are trying to um, uh, write an article. What's the best way to do? What's the best way? Okay, you've got your, you've got your topic. Let's make your topic, going back to running, how to run the London Marathon. You go to the serves. Okay, you can use the tools. You can check which keywords are ranking well, stuff like that. But your topic is how to run the London Marathon. You just go to the serves, right? And you check people also ask questions and answer them all in your article. Even better, use the questions as your H2s in your article. And mm -hmm. you're going to see that when you start checking these questions, you can get so much information about, about what people want to know about your topic, your niche, that they simply know two that can give you all this information in your niche, right? Because this is your SERP. So yes, you're right. Analyzing the SERPs now and then, I would recommend every six months is the best thing to do because you're going to know exactly what the people in your niche are talking about, not what the tools are telling you. Because tools are just giving you the keywords, right? 
those keywords may or not may not be um, uh, good for you, right? You may and may you may not uh, have revenue from this keyword because key tools are just giving you the search volume per month, right? A lot of tools that do, they don't even give you the is it an informational query? Is it a transactional query, right? And I've I've seen people, I've seen companies expecting an article to rank in a SERP that is actually transactional, you know, publishing Mm. an informational article. And they'll invest a lot of money in it. They'll write, uh, I don't know, 3,000 words. And it wouldn't rank. And then they're going to come to me and they'll say, why is that ranking? We've covered all the keywords from, from the tools, you know. We've covered everything. Why? Why? Just look at the SERPs. This SERP is not informational. This SERP is transactional, you know. And to understand this one, probably uh, we don't have enough time for that, but probably you have to understand Google's point of view, right? Because we are not the customers. We are not Google customers. We are just the ACOs. (laughs) We're just trying to uh, push our pages up the SERPs. The people who click on the on, on the pages, those are Google's customers. And Google yeah. cares for them, not for us. Google doesn't care about if a search uh, keywords got a, a massive search volume and you include and you include it in your article, in your in your copy, you know, whatever the page yeah. is, it could be e-com, right? Google only cares that this SERP is transactional. Give me a transactional page to include in this SERP. This SERP is informational. Give me an informational page. And no tool can give you this information, unfortunately. Do you think a tool will give SEOs that information in the near future? Or is it um, is there too much information so. there? Is it? I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. But at the end of the day, you know, we, 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 us, okay, us, we are all guilty of talking about rankings like this is the ultimate goal, right? Mm. The ultimate goal is to bring revenue, right? The ultimate yeah. goal is not just to rank well. Just because you're in position one and there are another 10 adverts on top of you, the slider, the normal adverts, and this page doesn't bring any revenue because there are too many people on top of you. I mean, it's just pointless being number one, right? I mean, it's not. Don't get me wrong. It's not. But it is pointing pointless when it comes to revenue, right? Because people yeah. hit, simply not hit this page and too many seos uh i've done the same thing and probably we all do it all every single day we report simply on rankings right because if i manage to uh, rank all your pages uh in position number one then i'm like the winner i'm like okay i've won but then looking at the revenue it may not be good right I, I love I'm your not even going to talk about the people who lost their, their, they still have their rankings for time, for weather, for airplanes, <laughs> flights and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, and well, that, that's not a feature-proof business, is it really? But, um, no, no, no. But, I, I love your point on the fact that you're point. not catering you're not catering for Google. You're catering for the people who are your target market on the SERP and their yes. actions determine how the algorithms perceive your site to be relevant or irrelevant for those queries. Exactly. So, but saying that, catering for your visitors, you have to know them, but you also have to look from Google points of view, how Google sees your potential customers, right? Because an informational query will 
nowadays doesn't actually bring a transactional syrup. I'll call it a transactional syrup. I just invented something. <laughs> <laughs> Omi, um, you've shared a lot of great advice. Um, and SEO should certainly be, I'm sure, looking more at the syrup. But if they're struggling for time, uh, SEOs have mm-hmm. to juggle so many balls at the moment. What's one thing that they can stop doing just now so they can spend more time looking at the syrup? I wouldn't say, I would never advise people to stop doing something unless it's very wrong. But I will simply ask all SEOs to start looking at the big picture. Me asking you to look at the SERPs, you know, um, of course, it takes more time. I'm actually asking you to look at the big picture, to look at the Google points of view, the end goal of SEO, which is actually to bring value to the business rather than just reporting of rankings. Absolutely superb thoughts. Omi is Senior Technical SEO at Canon Europe. Omi, thanks so much for being part of SEO in 2022. Thank you for having me, David. Check out the rest of the content from SEO in 2022 over at seoin2022.com.